Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. We'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Tony and I were just talking about how fast time flies. This is week 47 of our weekly live stream Bible study and podcast. We've been doing this since February, and it doesn't seem like that much time has passed. But um, by the time you guys are watching this, it'll be December 26, 2019, which is the day after Christmas. So first of all, we'd like to say Merry Christmas to everyone from us here at Joy in the Midst of the Storm. It is a time to share joy, to share gifts and happiness with, with everyone. And for those of us who are who call ourselves Christian, we, we like to associate Christmas with the birth of Jesus. And a lot of people say, well, December 25th isn't his actual birthday. We shouldn't be doing that. But the important thing is, we know that the actual day may not be the actual day that he was born, but the important thing is we have actually set aside a day to celebrate the birth of him. Because he is the reason that we all are breathing every day, the reason that we all wake up every day. So it's important and it's good that we have a day set aside to celebrate that. So again i'll say this is a pre-recorded video so we won't be able to respond to questions or comments live but if you still have questions feel free to comment them because i will probably be watching this right along with you guys on next thursday evening when this comes out and again merry christmas merry christmas i hope everybody enjoyed their holiday yesterday and the new year is right around the corner it's going to be 2020 time flies the older we get the more we say it i remember it was 2003, 2004, and now it's already about to be 2020. So, again, I pray that you guys had a blessed holiday yesterday. And as you see, we'll be talking about the birth tonight and relating it to our birth, both natural and spiritual. So this should definitely be a good message, and I hope everybody can take something out of this. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. Thank you, Melvin. Uh, before we move too far, we always like to start by saying a prayer. Uh, if you are at a place where you can, please bow your heads with us and join. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word, to grow closer to you. Lord, we thank you for all the many blessings that you bestowed upon us, Lord, how you continue to keep us, how you shield and protect us, Lord, how you've kept us through so many storms, even over this past week, just here in Oxford, Lord, how you kept us through a a powerful a tornado, Lord, just thunderstorms, all, all types of things, Lord, hail, snow, so many things have come upon us, Lord, but you continue to protect us. And so, Lord, we'd like to say thank you. And we're praying that you would continue to protect us, Lord, from all of our enemies, people that want to come against us, that want to hurt us, that want to see us fall, people that want to take things from us. Lord, we, help, we pray that you would continue to help us in a time of need that you will continue to show us that there is joy in the midst of the storm, no matter what kind of storm it is. So, Lord, we're praying, we're crying out to you, Lord, and we're asking that you will continue to open our understanding, that you will bless this Bible study, and that you will continue to bless this ministry, Lord, that it would be what your people is calling for, what your people are needing. So, Lord, we pray these many blessings in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And uh, as Melvin already mentioned, we like to say, Merry Christmas is such a happy time of the year. Um, so many people are <laughs> spending a lot of money, so it's going to be a sad time. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a sad time here soon. After yeah, for the adults is a sad time, <laughs> for the kids is a happy time. <laughs> after after people realize how much money you've spent. Uh but nevertheless we like to say Merry Christmas. Um and I remember I don't remember when exactly it was, but I was thinking about just how Christmas is a reflection of Christ and how God gave him to us. And it was the best gift that the world ever got. Uh, Jesus dying for our sins. And so it's amazing how we as people, now we turn around and we give gifts to each other uh, to resemble what God did for us, for humanity. But we could never compare um, an iPad, an iPhone, uh, an Xbox, a PlayStation, uh, a camera, a microphone. It doesn't matter what it is. It will never compare to what God did for us when he gave us Jesus Christ. And so we understand the symbolism there. We understand that we're just trying to share love to uh, make others happy. Because gifts definitely help with that. When you receive a gift, it definitely puts a smile on people's face. So we definitely would like to say Merry Christmas to you all. Um, and typically around this time of the year, uh, we always, well, people in general, we tend to talk about the birth of Jesus Christ. We talk about the wise men and uh, following the star and and how the angel spoke to Mary and told her about the birth of Jesus and how the angel had to talk to Joseph. We know the story. We've heard it so many times. Uh, so we won't cover that story um, per se, but what we will talk about is how not only did Christ have a natural birth, but he also had a spiritual birth. And so we'll go ahead and pick up the focus verse but we'll actually uh, go back up after. But we can go ahead and read First Colossians, or excuse me, Colossians, the first chapter. Uh, I think I'm on verse 15 whenever my Bible app pulls up. All right, yeah, verse 15, Melvin, if you will. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? The firstborn of every creature. We're talking about Jesus here. We'll go back up because that, that'll be confusing just to read as one verse. We'll go up to verse 12. Uh, but we're talking about the firstborn of every creature. Go ahead and give verse 12 for us, Melvin. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Giving thanks unto God for how he allowed us to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Coming from darkness to light. All right. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness. From darkness. He delivered us from darkness to light. That's nothing but a birth. Because when we were all in our mother's womb, it was nothing but darkness in there. Our eyes weren't even open. Even if our eyes were open, you wouldn't be able to see anything. But they weren't open. Our eyes were not open inside of our mother's womb. It was nothing but darkness. We had not yet been born. But when we came out, finally, that moment happened where we could then open our eyes to be translated from darkness to light. Nothing but birth. All right. And hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we're talking about Jesus here. Mm -hmm. 
in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. What a, what a blessing. God giving us his son, Jesus, allowing us an opportunity for redemption, salvation, deliverance through the blood of Christ. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. There is no remission. Uh-huh. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Christ is the image of the invisible God. We won't get into that. But he is the image of the invisible God. God is the spirit. No man has seen God at any time. The image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Now, we know Jesus Christ was not the firstborn person in this world. We know he wasn't the firstborn because he came way down the line from Mary. So that means Mary had to have been born before Jesus, naturally speaking. So he was not the firstborn of every creature naturally. We're talking about a spiritual birth here. Just like I was talking about from darkness to light. That's nothing but spiritual talk. So... I want to go back and we want to look at Jesus's spiritual birth because he was the Bible cannot lie. He was the firstborn of every creature. So let's go to uh, Luke, the third chapter, verse 21. To look at Jesus's birth, because that's what we're talking about here, his spiritual birth. We're not talking about his natural birth. We know that story, as I already mentioned. We know the story of him being born of the Virgin Mary, who had never knew a man. Joseph wanted to put her away because he found out that she was pregnant. He knew he had done nothing. So he had the surprise of his life. But we understand how the angel had to comfort him, how God had to reveal himself to him and tell him that what Mary was having, it was of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> A lot of times, I won't go there. But so, if we go to Luke, the third chapter in verse 21, we'll see the spiritual birth now. All right. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was open. Jesus also being baptized, the heavens open. We're talking about the spiritual birth. Jesus is being born again. He's having the second birth. The first, that which came first was natural. Then the spiritual came. Jesus was already naturally born, but now we see him go down to the water to be born Again, he had to go back to the water for that birth to happen, though. Just like the first natural birth, the spiritual birth had to also include water. So all the other people were baptized by John the Baptist. And Jesus comes down to be baptized. The Bible said the heaven was open. All right. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee, I am well pleased. The Holy Ghost came upon him. And a voice came from heaven. It said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee, I am well pleased. We are witnessing the birth of Christ. Christ being born again. He was the first one to do it. 
Bible said he was the firstborn. He was the first one to do it. He was born again. He was the first to do this, to be water baptized and to receive the Holy Ghost. That's the total package. See, John the Baptist, he had the Holy Ghost from birth. He had a part of the rebirth. He had a part of it, but he didn't have the water. He, John the Baptist was not baptized, so he was not the firstborn. He was not the first one to be born again, but Jesus Christ, he was the firstborn of every creature, every human being in this earth. He was the firstborn. And so he came to show us the way. John the Baptist, when he seen him, he said, look, I'm not worthy. I'm not even worthy to unlatch your shoes. I'm not worthy enough to take your shoestrings apart. But Jesus says, suffer it to be so. It becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. We have to do what's right. We have to fulfill the scriptures. We have to fulfill the second birth. And so today, what we want to talk to you about this Christmas or right after this Christmas holiday is your second birth, being born again, just as Christ was. Because we found here, him going down to John the Baptist to be water baptized and to also receive the Holy Ghost. You got to do both. You have to do both. You have to be water baptized and receive the Holy Ghost because I want you to read verse 22 again, Melvin. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, Thou art my beloved son. And thee I am well pleased. If you do this, if you are born again, if you receive the second birth, God will be pleased with you. Because Jesus, now we know he has never sinned. He has never sinned. But we don't find God tell us that he is pleased until Jesus is born again. Until he was 30 years old and made his way out in the water to be baptized by John the Baptist. Then God said, this is my son. I'm pleased with him. In him, I am well pleased. So if we, and we know we are full of sin, we can't even say what Jesus could say by saying he had no sin. There was no guile found in his mouth. There was nothing unholy about him, nothing unrighteous about him. But we have sinned. And so how much more should we be born again? How much more do we need to do this? Because Jesus had no sin and yet he still had to be born again in order for him to make it back home. To get back to heaven, he had to be born again. Now Somebody may say, no, he didn't have to. But the scripture had to be fulfilled. That's the reason he told John the Baptist. He said, suffer it to be so for now. He said, you must baptize me because we have to fulfill all righteousness. The scripture cannot be broken. He told us in another place that nobody can break the scripture, not even Jesus. He can't break the scripture. So we must take notice of the second birth, the spiritual birth which included, again, water baptism 
and receiving the Holy Ghost. So when we find that Jesus did this, God spoke down from heaven and he said, I'm pleased. I am well pleased. I want to make sure this is clear that this is the second birth, because as we read in the book of Colossians, Jesus is the firstborn. He was the firstborn of every creature, the first to be born again. That's all it's talking about. He was the first to be born again. Let's actually go to John chapter three to see where Jesus told us we need to do this. And so if he tells us we need to do something, Jesus was not a hypocrite. He's not like people are today. A lot of times people today, we tell somebody, you need to do so, you need to do such and such. You need to do this. You need to do that. But those same people, they won't do it. So many people will tell you, oh, you need to lay off of this. You need to lay off of that. But they won't do it themselves. They say, oh, you need to exercise more. You need to eat better. You need to you need to go to school. You need to do all these different things. But they aren't doing. <laughs> so. It sets a bad example, because in your mind, they may be telling you something that's right. But you say, well, what, what you doing, though? <laughs> we won't stop. We can't see past what they're saying because we're looking at them the entire time. But Jesus he left us with no excuses because what he told us to do, he did it. He showed us the way. So we'll see here. Jesus tell us how to be born again. He was the first. He was the first one to do it. But now he's going to tell us how we need to do it. Uh, go ahead and read verse three for us, Melvin, if you please. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again. Jesus was the first one to be born again. He was the first. He was the first one. He showed us the way to get back to heaven. He showed us what we must do. So he was the firstborn. Now, Jesus himself tells us, unless you follow in his footsteps and be born again, he was the first. Unless you follow in his footsteps and be born again, he said, you won't be able to see it. A lot of people want to see. <laughs> uh, we want to see the, the streets paved with gold. We want to see those gates. We want to see all these beautiful things that we've painted pictures of in our minds. We want to see it. But Jesus said, you won't be able to see it unless, except you are born again. There is no if and buts about it. I know sometimes <laughs> we want to believe what we want to believe, but the scripture cannot be broken. He will not become a liar for us. If he said we have to do this, we have to do it. So he said we must be born again. Now, to be born again, that included what Jesus did when he went down to John the Baptist. That included water baptism and receiving the spirit of God, which is nothing but the Holy Ghost. So uh, drop down to verse five. 
Jesus answered, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, that's what Jesus did. We just read it. He was born of water and of spirit that we just read it. He went down to John the Baptist and he was baptized in water. That takes care of the water. And then the Holy Ghost descended upon him in the bodily shape of a dove. And a voice came from heaven and said, this is my beloved son and thee I am well pleased. So we see Jesus fulfill the scriptures. He was the firstborn. He was the first one to do this, to complete the rebirth. He was the first to do this. So now he said, we got to do it. Now he's saying each and every one of us who want to call heaven our home, we must be born again. Uh, drop down to verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. You must. He said, don't be surprised. Don't get it twisted. Don't get confused. Don't allow someone to deceive you. There's a lot of deception today. Don't allow someone to deceive you. You must do this. The scriptures must be fulfilled. That's the reason he told John the Baptist again. He said, it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. We have to do this. We must. Because God instructed us to. So, Jesus tells us that we have to be born again. And he wasn't like people do today. People tell you to do something, but they don't do it. He wasn't like that. He practiced what he preached. He said, you know what? I'm going to do it first. He was a leader. He set an example for us. So today it makes it easy for us to follow in his footsteps to be born again because he was the firstborn of every creature. So we know about him being born in the manger, the, the end turning Mary and Joseph away telling them that they have no room. All the while, Jesus saying, I'm standing at the door knocking. But yet they said, we have no room here. But now he's still knocking. He's asking, will you be born again? Will you accept the rebirth? So just as our first birth, when we were naturally born, we were inside of our mother's womb in darkness, eyes closed we couldn't see it we were in darkness we had to be covered by the water the same way for our spiritual birth we must be baptized and covered by the water and then we must go on to receive his spirit so jesus showed us the way so this, this should make someone happy the day after Christmas when this video airs. This should make us happy because this will be a much better gift than any gift you received on yesterday, than any gift you receive on today or forevermore. This will be the best gift you receive to be born again, to do what it takes so that you can enter into God's kingdom because Jesus said it plainly in verse 7, John chapter 3, verse 7. He said, you must, you must do this. He didn't say you must be born the first time. He said you must be born all over again. 
And he showed us how to do that. In John, excuse me, uh, in Luke chapter 3, verse 21, he showed us how to do that. Even uh, in the book of Acts, they said unto the apostles, Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What must we do? He said, you must be born again. Be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the Holy Ghost. The rebirth. Because Christ was the firstborn of every creature. What a glorious day. Not only when he was born physically, but when he was born spiritually. When he showed us how to be translated from darkness into light. How to have our spiritual eyes open. How to have our understanding open. So, this is... <laughs> This is a real Christmas story here. <laughs> I know people might say, I've never heard this story on Christmas. This is a real Christmas story. How Christ was born again. And how he showed us the way. Like I said earlier, he, he, he wasn't like people are today. People point, people talk. But Christ did it. All that he began to both do and teach he did it and then he taught us about it he didn't teach it first christ went and did it he went and became born again and then he began to tell us about it he began to send his disciples out to make other disciples so that we would find out his truth his way he said he's the only way and he came to show us the way and the way is to be born again. So we'll go back to uh, Colossians. Um, I think I want to. Uh, let's read this again. Uh, starting at verse 13. Uh, 12. Let's start at verse 12 again. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We have a reason to give thanks unto God. Because through Christ, he's shown us how to leave darkness and enter into light. But it takes a rebirth to do that because we have all been born into sin. And so now we need to get out of that. We need to be born again because our first birth is leading us straight to hell. But our second birth now we have an opportunity for deliverance, an opportunity for salvation, an opportunity for everlasting life. But it takes that second birth because Jesus said, you must marvel not. You must be born again. All right. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. He's taking us. He has taken us. From death to life. We have passed from death to life. Because we have been born again. Alright. And whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. Who is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. The first one to do it. He was the first one to show us how this thing is done. And so now. I hope we can see that 
we have a reason to be thankful. Because this will be the best gift you ever received, the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and baptism in the name of Jesus, which is nothing but the rebirth. Christ did it first. And he showed his apostles how to do it. He went and baptized them in that same chapter 3 of John. I think that's around verse 20, 21. He went on and baptized them, gave them half of the rebirth. And then in Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter 2, he completed their rebirth. So they were ready to tell somebody else about it. After they were born again, then they told others. When uh, the people asked them, what should they do? Peter told them, you must be born again. Christ did it first. Then the apostles, they became a part of the church. And then they began to allow other people to enter in. So I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas again. And thank you guys for tuning in. And definitely I'm praying that you would recognize the second birth of Christ. Christ showing us how to be born again. Because this birth is just as important as the first birth. Because this is the plan of God. This is the way of salvation. This is God's gift to us. So as we're giving each other uh, gifts or after we've opened the gifts, I hope that we recognize that our rebirth, somebody should have wrapped that one up <laughs> with a bow also because this gift is truly the gift that keeps on giving because God gives us so much life, so much joy, peace, happiness, so much love if we can see being born again. It'll give you so much life and happiness. So I'm praying uh, that we would continue to grow in his word, to continue to grow in his understanding, his knowledge, um, continue having compassion for one another, love for one another, um, because all these things are so incredibly important. Uh, but again, I'll just leave you with Merry Christmas, and um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I'll turn it back over to Melvin. All right, we hopefully... hopefully. Um, everyone got something out of that message. Um, I don't have anything to add. I believe it's complete as is. Just please receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and be baptized in Jesus' name. We have so many people fighting it, but it is a requirement, and it is definitely the greatest gift that one could ever receive. And I'm going to leave it at that. Once again, this is a pre-recorded video. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll be normal. It'll be uploaded late Thursday evening, as always. And we don't have any comments to check <laughs> right now. I almost said, <laughs> could you check the comments? <laughs> so, again, I'm just leaving it right there. Hopefully, you guys had a very Merry Christmas yesterday. And a Happy New Year in a couple of days. This coming up Wednesday, it is. January 1st, 2020. A brand new year. Let's make 2020 a lot better than 2019 was. Us. So hopefully you guys have a blessed weekend, a blessed holiday, and a blessed new year. And we'll see you guys next week with another topic. 
Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks, who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.